Good morning and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in a year based on the rhythm of the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I am today's reader. Today is Tuesday, the 9th of August, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 12th of the month of this week, our Torah portion is called Va'etchanan, which means I pleaded. And today's Torah reading will be Deuteronomy or Dvarim 4, verses 5 through 40. Before we get into the readings, let's take a moment first to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His precious word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. See, I have taught you statutes and ordinances, even as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should do so in the middle of the land where you go in to possess it. Therefore keep and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples who shall hear all these statutes, and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what great nation is there that has a God so near to them as the Lord our God is to us, whenever we call on him. And what great nation is there that has statutes and ordinances so righteous as all this Torah which I set before you today? Only be careful and keep your soul diligently, lest you forget the things which your eyes saw, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. But make them known to your children and to your children's children, the day that you stood before the Lord your God in Horeb, when the Lord said to me, Assemble the people to me, and I will make them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days that they live on the earth, and that they may teach their children. You came near and stood under the mountain, and the mountain burned with fire to the heart of heaven, with darkness, cloud, and thick darkness. Then the Lord spoke to you out of the midst of the fire. You heard the voice of words, but you saw no form. You only heard a voice. He declared to you his covenant, which he commanded you to perform, the ten words. He wrote them on two stone tablets. And the Lord commanded me at that time to teach you statutes and ordinances, that you might do them in the land where you go over to possess it. Be very careful, for you saw no kind of form on the day that the Lord spoke to you in Horev, out of the midst of the fire, lest you corrupt yourselves and make yourself a carved image in the form of any figure, the likeness of male or female, the likeness of any animal that is on the earth, the likeness of any winged bird that flies in the sky, the likeness of anything that creeps on the ground, 
the likeness of any fish that is in the water under the earth, unless you lift up your eyes to the sky, and when you see the sun and the moon and the stars, even all the hosts of heaven, you are drawn away and worship them and serve them, which the Lord your God has allotted to all the peoples under the whole sky. But the Lord has taken you and brought you out from the iron furnace, out of Egypt, to be to him a people of inheritance, as it is today. Furthermore, the Lord was angry with me for your sakes, and swore that I should not go over the Jordan, and that I should not go into that good land which the Lord your God gives you for an inheritance. But I must die in this land. I must not go over the Jordan, but you shall go over and possess that good land. Be careful, lest you forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you, and make yourselves a carved image in the form of anything which the Lord your God has forbidden you. For the Lord your God is a devouring fire, a jealous God. When you shall father children and children's children, and you shall have been long in the land, and shall corrupt yourselves, and make a carved image in the form of anything, and shall do that which is evil in the Lord your God's sight to provoke him to anger, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today, that you will soon utterly perish from off the land which you go over the Jordan to possess it. You will not prolong your days on it, but will be utterly destroyed. The Lord will scatter you among the peoples, and you will be left few in number among the nations where the Lord will lead you away. There you shall serve gods, the work of men's hands, wood and stone, which neither see nor hear, nor eat nor smell. But from there you shall seek the Lord your God, and you shall find him when you search after him with all your heart and with all your soul. When you are in oppression, and all these things have come on you, in the end of days you shall return to the Lord your God and obey his voice. For the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not fail you, nor destroy you, nor forget the covenant of your fathers which he swore to them. For ask now of the days that are past, which were before you, since the day that God created man on the earth, and from the one end of the sky to the other, whether there has been anything as great as this thing is, or has been heard like it. Did a people ever hear the voice of God, speaking out of the midst of the fire as you have heard, and live? Or has God tried to go and take a nation for himself from among other nations, by trials, by signs, by wonders, by war, by a mighty hand, by an outstretched arm, and by great terrors, according to all that the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes? It was shown to you so that you might know that the Lord is God. There is no one else besides him. Out of heaven he made you to hear his voice, that he might instruct you. On earth he made you to see his great fire, 
and you heard his words out of the midst of the fire. Because he loved your fathers, therefore he chose their offspring after them, and brought you out with his presence, with his great power, out of Egypt, to drive out nations from before you, greater and mightier than you, to bring you in, to give you their land for an inheritance as it is today. Know therefore today, and take it to heart, that the Lord himself is God in heaven above, and on the earth beneath there is no one else. Therefore you shall keep his statutes and his mitzvot which I command you today, that it may go well with you and with your children after you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which the Lord your God gives you for all time. That was Deuteronomy, or Dvarim, 4, 5 through 40. Today's portion from the prophets is Ezekiel 36. And you, son of man, prophesy to the mountains of Israel and say, You mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord the Lord says. Because the enemy has said against you, Aha! And the ancient heights are ours in possession. Therefore prophesy and say, This is what the Lord the Lord says. Because, even because they have made you desolate and swallowed you up on every side, that you might be a possession to the residue of the nations, and you are taken up in the lips of talkers and the evil report of the people. Therefore, you mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord the Lord. This is what the Lord the Lord says to the mountains and to the hills, to the ravines and to the valleys, to the desolate wastes and to the cities that are forsaken which have become a prey and derision to the residue of the nations that are all around. Therefore this is what the Lord the Lord says, Surely in the fire of my jealousy I have spoken against the residue of the nations and against all Edom that have appointed my land to themselves for a possession with the joy of all their heart, with despise of soul, to cast it out for a prey. Therefore prophesy concerning Eretz Israel, and tell the mountains, the hills, the ravines, and the valleys, this is what the Lord the Lord says, Behold, I have spoken in my jealousy and in my wrath, because you have borne the shame of the nations. Therefore this is what the Lord the Lord says, I have sworn that surely the nations which are around you will bear their shame. But you, mountains of Israel, you shall shoot out your branches and yield your fruit to my people Israel, for they are at hand to come. For behold, I am for you, and I will come to you, and you will be tilled and sown. I will multiply men on you, all the house of Israel, even all of it. The cities will be inhabited, and the waste places will be built. I will multiply man and animal on you. They will increase and be fruitful. I will cause you to be inhabited as you were before, and you will do better than at your beginnings. 
Then you will know that I am the Lord. Yes, I will cause men to walk on you, even my people Israel. They will possess you, and you will be their inheritance, and you will never again bereave them of their children. This is what the Lord, the Lord says, because they say to you, You are a devourer of men and have been a bereaver of your nation. Therefore you shall no longer devour men and no longer bereave your nation, says the Lord, the Lord. I will not let you hear the shame of the nations any more. You will not bear the reproach of the peoples any more, and you will not cause your nation to stumble any more, says the Lord, the Lord. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, when the house of Israel lived in their own land, they defiled it by their ways and by their deeds. Their way before me was as the uncleanness of a woman in her impurity. Therefore I poured out my wrath on them for the blood which they had poured out on the land, and because they had defiled it with their idols. I scattered them among the nations, and they were dispersed through the countries. I judged them according to their way and according to their deeds. When they came to the nations where they went, they profaned my holy name in that men said of them, These are the people of the Lord and have left his land. But I had respect for my holy name, which the house of Israel had profaned among the nations where they went. Therefore tell the house of Israel, This is what the Lord, the Lord says. I do not do this for your sake, house of Israel, but for my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations where you went. I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned among them. Then the nations will know that I am the Lord, says the Lord, the Lord when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes. For I will take you from among the nations and gather you out of all the countries and will bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit within you. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. I will put my ruach within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will keep my ordinances and do them. You will dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. You will be my people, and I will be your God. I will save you from all your uncleanness. I will call for the grain and will multiply it and lay no famine on you. And I will multiply the fruit of the tree and the increase of the field that you may receive no more the reproach of famine among the nations. Then you will remember your evil ways and your deeds that were not good and you will loathe yourselves in your own sight for your iniquities and for your abominations. I do not do this for your sake, says the Lord, the Lord. Let it be known to you. Be ashamed and confounded for your ways, house of Israel. 
This is what the Lord, the Lord says, In the day that I cleanse you from all your iniquities, I will cause the cities to be inhabited, and the waste places will be built. The land that was desolate will be tilled instead of being a desolation in the sight of all who passed by. And they will say, This land that was desolate has become like the Garden of Eden, and the waste, desolate, and ruined cities are fortified and inhabited. Then the nations that are left around you will know that I, the Lord, have built the ruined places and planted that which was desolate. I, the Lord, have spoken it, and I will do it. This is what the Lord, the Lord says. For this, moreover, I will be inquired of by the house of Israel to do it for them. I will increase them with men like a flock, and the flock for sacrifice as the flock of Jerusalem in her appointed feasts. So the waste cities will be filled with flocks of men. Then they will know that I am the Lord. That was Ezekiel 36. Our portion today from the writings will be First Chronicles chapter 10. The Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines and fell down slain on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines followed hard after Shaul and after his sons, and the Philistines killed Jonathan, Avinadav, and Malchishua, the sons of Shaul. The battle went hard against Shaul, and the archers overtook him, and he was terrified of the archers. Then Shaul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and thrust me through with it, lest these uncircumcised come and abuse me. But his armor-bearer would not, for he was terrified. Therefore Shaul took his sword and fell on it. When his armor-bearer saw that Shaul was dead, he likewise fell on his sword and died. So Shaul died with his three sons, and all his house died together. When all the men of Israel who were in the valley saw that they fled, and that Shaul and his sons were dead, they abandoned their cities and fled, and the Philistines came and lived in them. On the next day, when the Philistines came to strip the slain, they found Shaul and his sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. They stripped him and took his head and his armor and sent into the land of the Philistines all around to carry the news to their idols and to the people. They put his armor in the house of their gods, and they fastened his head in the house of Dagon. When all Yaveshkilad heard all that the Philistines had done to Shaul, all the valiant men arose and took away the body of Shaul and the bodies of his sons and brought them to Yavesh and buried their bones under the oak in Yavesh and fasted seven days. So Shaul died for his trespass, which he committed against the Lord, because of the word of the Lord, which he did not keep, and also because he asked counsel of one who had a familiar spirit to inquire, and did not inquire of the Lord. Therefore 
he killed him and turned the kingdom over to David, the son of Ishai. That was First Chronicles chapter 10. And next and last will be our portion from the Apostles, and it is First Timothy 3. This is a trustworthy saying. If a man seeks to be an overseer, he desires a noble task. The overseer, therefore, must be without reproach, the husband of one wife, temperate, sensible, modest, hospitable, good at teaching, not a drinker, not violent, not greedy for money, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not covetous, one who rules his own house well, having children in subjection with all reverence. But how could someone who does not know how to rule his own house take care of the assembly of God? Not a new convert, lest being puffed up he fall into the same condemnation as the devil. Moreover, he must have good testimony from those who are outside to avoid falling into reproach and the snare of the devil. Servants, leaders, likewise, must be reverent, not double-tongued, not addicted to much wine, not greedy for money, holding the mystery of the faith in a pure conscience. But let them also first be tested, then let them serve as servants' leaders, if they are blameless. Their wives, likewise, must be reverent, not slanderers, temperate, faithful in all things. Let servant leaders be husbands of one wife, ruling their children and their houses well. For those who have served well as servant leaders gain for themselves a good standing and great confidence in the faith which is in Messiah Yeshua. These things I write to you, hoping to come to you shortly. But if I wait long, that you may know how men ought to behave themselves in the house of God, which is the assembly of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. And without controversy, the mystery of godliness is great. God was revealed in the flesh, justified in the Ruach, seen by angels, preached among the nations, believed on in the world, received up in glory. That was First Timothy 3, and it concludes our readings for today. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading John chapter 3 today also. Well, thank you so much for listening and following along with us as we read through the scriptures this year. I hope it's a blessing to your day. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, and I wish you much shalom, grace and peace to you from the mountains of Israel. Shalom. Until next time. Thank you.